Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. There are new concerns about the Sydney COVID outbreak. More urgent health alerts have been issued overnight. And an entire unit complex in Bondi is now in quarantine. But there is a booster shot of financial support on the way. And it can't come soon enough for the embattled city, Nat. Sydney could face another month of lockdown if case numbers continue to grow. 112 new cases were reported yesterday. At least 46 were in the community for all or part of their infectious period. The vast majority of new cases are spreading between family members and close friends. 63 COVID patients are in hospital, 18 are in intensive care and four are ventilated. Health authorities say the Sydney suburbs they're most concerned about are Fairfield, Smithfield, Fairfield Heights, Fairfield West, Wakeley, Bonnie Rig, Glenfield and West Hoxton. Also of concern is a Bondi apartment block with eight positive cases. From today, across Greater Sydney, face masks are compulsory in apartment block common areas like the foyer, the stairwell, lifts and the laundry. South Australia and Victoria are now on high alert after a removalist crew from Sydney passed through the states. Two of the three removalists have now tested positive. On July 8, the infected crew attended homes in the Melbourne suburbs of Whittlesea and Maribyrnong. These families are in isolation. On July 9, the removalist crew travelled from Melbourne to a home in McLaren Vale, South Australia. That family is also in isolation. In Melbourne, there are two new cases. They are from the same family of four who returned from Sydney. They have been in home isolation in Hume. In Queensland, restrictions are set to ease from 6am Friday. Masks will no longer be mandatory outside the home. No visitor restrictions to hospitals and aged care facilities. No limits on gatherings at homes. And pubs, clubs and restaurants will be allowed three people per four square metres. And dancing is OK. Here's Koshi. Live now to our team of reporters, Amber Layla is in Fairfield in Sydney's West, where authorities are trying to stop the spread with a testing and vaccine blitz. Good morning, Koshia. This behind me is the state's first 24-7 drive-through testing clinic. It's just opened to the public and there is already a very long line of people waiting here to be tested. On top of this, we'll also see a new vaccination hub open at Fairfield Showgrounds on Friday. Priority there will be given to 10,000 teachers and aged care workers who live in the area because we've been told by health authorities that Fairfield LGA is currently an area of concern. The entire South 
southwest Sydney region, though, is on alert. 84 of the 112 cases yesterday were identified from this region. Authorities are starting to get concerned about a new cluster that is emerging at Bondi, though, where this outbreak started. An entire apartment building is now undergoing 14 days of quarantine after eight cases there were detected across five different households. But, Koshi, with these rising numbers that we're continuing to see every day, the end of this lockdown just seems to be getting further and further away. As we've seen with the data over the past few days, we're still rising. I expect today to be the same as yesterday. Um, I don't think we've hit a peak yet. And uh, therefore, in, in real terms, the Premier touched on it yesterday. Uh, we won't be coming out of lockdown at the end of the week. We heard from the Premier yesterday that this is an absolutely critical phase of this <coughs> pandemic here in New South Wales. And our best defence at this stage is for everyone to stay at home, Koshi. Back to Templeton in Melbourne. There are fears the virus has travelled south on a removalist van. That's right, Koshi. There are two real concerns for Victoria, but the first one uh, involves this aerial apartment block here in uh, Maribyrnong. Uh, the three-man removal team from Sydney, two of them have now uh, tested positive. They dropped off some furniture uh, in Whittlesea, which is north of the city. Then they came here to Maribyrnong, where they collected furniture, so they were using the lifts, using the common areas, uh, and they were here for about four or five hours uh, collecting that uh, collecting that furniture. Now, we've just spoken to a lady by the name of Shereel, who is up there on the balcony there uh, in the pink vest. We spoke to her over the phone. She was about to leave for work this morning when she saw the news crews out the front. She realised that was something was happening. She checked a letter that had been put in her letterbox, and that is how she knew uh, that there was a problem with this building. Everyone here uh, is in lockdown. They have to get tested and isolate for 14 days. Shereel is worried that a lot of other people wouldn't have checked that letter and would have gone out to work already this morning. We have seen a number of cars leave. Here's a bit of what she said to us just a moment ago. They're doing the contact tracing. Um, yeah, I think they could have done maybe a text message. Is that normally how they would communicate with you guys? I don't know. I, don't, I honestly I mean don't the know. Building, this is the I mean first time it's happened. And so uh, Shereel told us that she thought it would have been better to send a text message to mm. all the residents to make sure they got it because a lot of those letters, you know, eventually go unread. It's normally about something to do with a car park or something inconsequential. So that is a real worry. Uh, there's a new list of exposure sites. The aerial apartments, of course, are on top of that. Uh, the others, though, that you can see are Balan Mobile, the Balan McDonald's and the Craigieburn Coles. They all relate to this second outbreak in Victoria. This is a family family of four who went to a red zone in Sydney. They've come back. Two of them have tested positive. The other two are awaiting their results. So in today's COVID numbers, which are due out soon, there will be two community cases. They will be uh, those two people from Hume in that family of four. We're just hoping that the rest of the family might somehow be negative and also that there are no further cases linked to this apartment building, Koshi. Yeah, you'd think health officials would be standing outside that apartment block telling people, wouldn't you? Um, Amanda Backman yeah, in Adelaide... Well, look, it's not an that, ideal scenario. Yeah. Amanda Backman in My Adelaide, boys. that removalist van, actually then went to South Australia, McLaren Bale. 
Good morning, Koshi. They did. They came over the border last Friday and they headed to McCarran Vale to unpack a family's belongings, a family who had just moved here. We are told by SA Health that they spent about five hours unloading goods and that they were not wearing masks. Now what contract tracers have to do is work out whether they stopped anywhere, whether they were in South Australia, if they filled up with petrol, maybe went to a bakery. Uh, they were here and they left on the same day. Now the family that was being moved have been in isolation and so far they have all tested negative. But this, along with the case numbers in uh, New South Wales, has prompted an even tighter border with that state. So essential workers, people like truckies, people bringing in freight, uh, now have to be tested more regularly and need to isolate when they are not working. As well, for South Australians who actually want to return home, there are now tighter conditions. Uh, it's not just a matter of ticking a box on a form anymore. They need to prove a case as to why they should be allowed to return home. And if they do get home, they need to have stricter quarantine, testing, and as well, they will be monitored. Rob Scott in Canberra and reliefs on the way for Sydney workers hit hard by the lockdown. Uh, yes, it is, Koshi. And, and those workers can breathe a little easier today, knowing that help is at hand, uh, with COVID-19 disaster payments set to be boosted. Those who normally work 20 hours a week are likely to see those payments increased from $500 to $600. For those who work less than 20 hours a week, the payment is tipped to increase from $325 to $375. Businesses won't miss out. A rescue package is on the way for them, based on the federal government's previous cash flow boost boost scheme, offering grants ranging from $20,000 up to $100,000 to eligible companies to help pay the bills and wages. New package uh, will be paid directly to employers and should be tied to jobs and should be, should be tied to keeping those jobs and keeping those businesses open. So relief is on the way for those people and those businesses in lockdown zones, uh, but there are calls to extend uh, that financial assistance to uh, people and businesses not in those zones who have also been badly affected by the lockdown, uh, for example, regional tourism businesses. Koshi. Uh, Tamara Bow on the Gold Coast, there's another um, lot of anger over another flagrant border breach by some uh, oh, entitled Sydney siders. Koshi, authorities are thoroughly unimpressed with this latest breach. It did potentially put thousands of Queenslanders at risk, all four people on board a luxury yacht that docked here on the Gold Coast and remains here at the moment. Uh, they've all been fined $4,000 each and forced into hotel quarantine after it was found that they lied on their border declaration. They also took a trip up to Brisbane and attended a rugby match at Suncorp Stadium. Soon after, authorities did catch up to them and thankfully so far they've tested negative too the virus. But the Premier is also keeping a close eye on the situation down south. She's yet to slam the border shut to the whole of New South Wales, but has called all Queenslanders who are holidaying in New South Wales to come home immediately. But Koshi, how good is this? Restrictions are set to ease even further from 6am Friday right across Queensland. We can ditch the mask. And if you love a boogie, then get set to go mad <laughs> on the dance floor this weekend. <laughs> that is great news. All right, Tamara, thank you. New South Wales is bracing for a longer lockdown. As COVID cases surge, the state recorded 112 new cases yesterday, 34 of which were in the community while infectious. Most of the cases are coming from the Fairfield area in Sydney's southwest. I really want to stress that even if you regard yourself as an essential worker, especially in the Fairfield local government area, do not leave home if you have symptoms. Do not go to work 
unless you absolutely know that you don't have the virus. 18 people are in intensive care, four on ventilators. For more, I'm joined now by New South Wales Deputy Premier John Barillaro. Good morning to you. Firstly, can you give us any indication about today's case numbers and how long could this lockdown go for? Uh, good morning, Nat. Uh, look, I, I don't have numbers for today, but look, as we've seen with the data over the past few days, we're still rising. I expect today to be the same as yesterday. Um, I don't think we've hit a peak yet. And uh, therefore, in, in real terms, the Premier touched on it yesterday, uh, we won't be coming out of lockdown at the end of the week. Deputy Premier, this is a schmozzle, isn't it? Will your government admit that you've absolutely failed this? Well, I think that's unfair, Nat. And why I say it's unfair, because there's no rule book in how to play the, uh, the, the, the virus of the pandemic. And over the last well, 18 other months... other states say, actually, there is. You should have locked down harder and faster and tighter weeks ago, and then this wouldn't be going on for weeks longer and affecting so many people's lives. Well, no, Nat. The difference here is, is the Delta strain was much, was much more infectious and transmissible than the previous... Uh, virus and the previous pandemic outbreak last year and what we did we made those decisions we went into tight restrictions and then we went into lockdown as I said hindsight's a it's a beautiful thing but uh, it's easy to say that today we made those decisions with the, the advice that we were given by health at the time but what we have seen is that there is mobility in the community people are out and about people aren't adhering to the strict conditions and that's not helping the cause but we'll let you know we have to accept if you had got to rewrite history of course you'd go down harder and earlier if you knew what was coming but we didn't know that but you did because it was the delta strain and we've got the benefit of knowing that this was overseas we saw it overseas um, and things were allowed to be open ikea was open furniture stores were open uh, lingerie stores makeup stores how on earth are they essential stores well, well, Nat, you know, we, we have this debate always in New South Wales, what is essential and what isn't. What we've never done in the whole 18 months has been that we've actually picked out what is essential or not. You know, you could be at home for whatever reason. Of course, groceries are essential, but the, the dishwasher uh, might break down, the washing machine might break down, the electric blankets might need replacing. So we don't choose or pick what is essential because everyone has different needs at different times. And that's why we, we put in place strict conditions around uh, social distancing, the four square metre rule, capacity, mobility, mask wearing, transport. And we're encouraging people, unless they have to go to work, don't go to work. Uh, this is the, the same sort of level of, and, and, and balanced approach we've had over the past 18 months that gave us the, 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 the ability to say we've done it well. But this is, there's no question, this, is out, this has got out of control. And what we're now doing is fighting hard, working with our community to make sure we get on top of it so we can come out of lockdown at a, at sooner rather than later. Yeah, look, I understand the tradies. I, I do understand that things are essential. But on what planet is makeup and lingerie essential, John Barillaro? Well, you can't start cherry picking, you know, Why which not? store sells. Because, uh, because now well, the whole state uh, is on its knees. So surely you can. Well, 
Well, Nat, say, tell me if it's fair, I close the local small lingerie shop, but I leave Targets or Myers open, which also sells lingerie. So it's very easy to say they're classed in a particular retail classification or sector, but many stores sell many different products. And that's why it's very hard to make those decisions. What we do is encourage people not to make those decisions to go window shopping, retail shopping, if they don't need to. We just call it all essential, and we actually fight for people to work with the government to make sure that we stop mobility, because this is transmissible, as you've touched on. Yep. Uh, and, but we trust people. We've always trusted people. Yeah, and, and now here we are, and you guys are putting together a multi-billion dollar rescue package with the federal government. Talk to us about that. Uh, the word is that you're going to increase the help for people uh, from $500 to $600 and incentives for business. Well, Nat, the first package that we put out for small businesses in New South Wales was to the tune of $1.4 billion in grants for small businesses that have been impacted right across the state from the, the, the lockdown. What we are now looking to is extending those that, that support package for businesses and individuals, especially workers, as this extends. If, if, if the lockdown does continue, which it looks like it will, it means we need to support businesses in, in, a, in, a, in a better way, stronger way. There's more to be said about that from the Premier and the Treasurer. It's not for me to say, but I can assure you a lot of that work has been done over the weekend and overnight to put forward another package to support businesses in this state. Yep, billions on the way. John Barillaro, thank you for your time. Thank you. Here's Koshi. Now, a Melbourne apartment block is locked down this morning after a group of Sydney removalists visited the building while infectious. This is a live look at the complex in Maribyrnong. Uh, residents must not leave if they were present on July 8 between 1pm and midnight. Adelaide also on alert after the same blokes travelled there the following day. By the time they arrived back in Sydney, one had developed symptoms and late yesterday a second also tested positive. Uh, for more, I'm joined by infectious diseases expert Professor Robert Boy. Um, Professor, how infectious and how big a risk are these removalists? Well, I've been one myself, and you huff and you puff, you breathe deeply, you're going in and out of houses multiple times, and these guys are in one place for uh, several hours. So it is a real risk. And if, if they're in the pre-symptomatic stage, they didn't know they were unwell, not wearing a mask, but already breathing out virus, then that is a, a prospect that has to be taken seriously. What about these idiot yachties who jump the border into, uh, into Queensland to go to the rugby? Uh, how big a risk could they be? Well, uh, at the actual ground, uh, they shouldn't be too much of a risk because people are spaced, they're not allowed to stand up, they have to wear a mask. There's all those measures that work very well in the outside, in an outdoor stadium. So at the actual ground, maybe not so much of a risk, but in other places when they're on the boat mm. together and with other people in transport, yeah, that is a risk. Yeah. OK. Uh, let's talk vaccines. Uh, the AstraZeneca vaccine will now be available to over 40s at vaccine hubs in New South Wales. But Atagi, this is, uh, if you like, the, the vaccine approval group, met overnight, didn't change its advice that recommends only over 60s receive the jab. Um, is this just adding to the confusion? And wh what's your advice to Sydney siders uh, considering getting AstraZeneca? 
Well, I think we're getting more and more clear on this, that uh, it's registered and licensed from 18 and up. So if you're a younger adult and you want it, you can talk to your GP or you can make up your own mind and go to a hub and get vaccinated. So I know there's confusion, but I think the clarity is coming uh -huh. through. I'm not 60 yet, and I've had my second AstraZeneca just a couple of days ago. I'm just fine. I'm happy to have it. Loads of people in their 40s and 50s are having AstraZeneca. Younger people too in their 20s and 30s. It's licensed, it's used for that purpose overseas, uh, and so relax, the risk is very rare of the clotting side effect. Okay. All right, Robert, thank you for that. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. For more now on that multi-million dollar, uh, multi-billion dollar, sorry, financial rescue package, it'll be unveiled today to help workers and businesses survive Sydney's extended lockdown. It's understood the federal government will base support on its previous cash flow boost scheme, which gave small and medium businesses tax credits of up to $100,000 equal to their wages bill. This time, cash payments could be given straight away. Disaster recovery payments of up to $500 a week could also be increased to $600. For more, I'm joined by Daniel Hunter, CEO of Business New South Wales. Morning to you. Many business owners Morning. have already had to lay off their staff. They're worried they may have to close their doors for good. What are they telling you? Sure, we've just done a uh, lockdown survey across New South Wales and what it's telling us is that that revenue impact is greater for this lockdown than it was in that initial lockdown of March 2020. And we're also seeing that uh, one in five businesses have only got enough cash flow to stay open for one more month. So once this lockdown went for more than two weeks and is going on uh, for some time now, as we all know, uh, that impact on business is huge. Uh, people are losing jobs, people are losing their businesses, and uh, that's having huge um, impacts on their livelihoods and their mental health, to be honest. Why is this worse? Is it the cumulative effect of 18 months of this pandemic? Uh, it's worse because there's no end in sight and the support at the moment is not available. Last time we had JobKeeper and JobKeeper payments went directly to employers and to keep staff in jobs. So it kept those businesses whole and it kept people in jobs. OK, just on these payments, so uh, already you're getting the disaster payment um, of... Uh we think up to $600. Then the businesses get the tax credit um, to pay the workers, do they? It, will that be on top of the five, $600 a week? 
Yeah, so at the moment the disaster payment is only available for, for staff members who have been stood down and so that means they've effectively already lost their jobs. This new package uh, will be paid directly to employers and should be tied to jobs and should be, should be tied to keeping those jobs and keeping those businesses open. So that connection between staff member and employer is maintained so that we keep these businesses open and running and so that after lockdown we can get things going again and, and, and get things moving so these businesses don't go under and they survive that, this really, really difficult period. Yep, so many affected. Daniel, thanks very much for your time.